Hello, and welcome to Waiting for Game, a podcast presented by Melee Stats. I'm your host, Gimme That Wheat. We are going to have a great episode here today. One, Melee is still alive. I know that last time we talked, it was a dire situation. It was maybe not the um, happiest we've ever been about Melee, but we're still here. We just had two great events, and uh, here to talk about them, we have two great guests before that. One of the uh, strongest men I've ever met in Melee. Edwin Budding. How's it going, Edwin? I'm doing great. I'm uh, I, This really feels like the most crazy month for Smash ever. A couple of weeks ago, we didn't know what the future of the scene looked like. We then had a, a truly one-of-a-kind event happen uh, mm. last weekend. And uh, I, I, I don't. And then we had the release of Ranked. I don't even know where to begin. Um, I guess this is where I introduce uh, the first of our two guests, Fiction it's so wonderful to have you on the program. I know we've wanted to have you on for a while, and especially now after your performance last weekend at the Mogul Chess Boxing Championship. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. How are you doing since? How am I doing since? Um, I was a little tired for the first couple of days, uh, kind of dazed. Didn't really matter in like what I did, but I definitely just felt wiped. Like mm -hmm. I still managed to like win Verdugo, and that was really fun. And then yesterday I played ping pong for the first time again in like a month because all I did, every exercise I did was boxing for like the last month or month and a half. But I got tired really fast. And so I was like, like an hour, I was just like so done. So I'm definitely still recovering. Um, just been kind of sitting around. I watched the VOD of the whole event like oh yeah, five, six times probably. <laughs> just because like there's nothing, my brain has just been on like loop basically since since the event of like trying to process things and go over it so i think watching it through like kind of helps you like process the feelings from the event and stuff like that for sure yeah no it was it was a completely crazy event and um we're going to talk about it more but before we do let's introduce our second guest for today fat goku um how Ooh! have you been since the event <laughs> You didn't well, participate or anything, but uh, yeah, have yeah, you been I was, I was higher as well? <laughs> uh, no, I've been I've been good playing a lot of ranked, um, going through Top a lot five of at mental one point, turmoil. Right? I want at the yeah at the very very start, but uh, I don't know. I've been I've been doing a lot of self pondering about like ranked and like why I play melee and why I love melee and like why I compete and stuff. So it's been a, it's wow. been an interesting week for me. Yeah, you had quite the journey. Um, I mean, hey, maybe this is a reason to compete in melee is that if you get big enough, you can punch one of your friends in the face on uh, on, <laughs> on a live stream. Um, yeah, so so let's get into this. So the uh, the Ludwig Smash Boxing event was just this past weekend. Um, I guess Ludwig Chess Boxing is probably what it's actually called because <laughs> there were like two Smash Smashes. Uh, but yeah, this, this is a thing that I think um, a lot of people... We're kind of lukewarm in in the melee community like i didn't see talk about this before it happened right i saw a lot of talk about um i mean obviously these events don't exist anymore but all the talk i heard about december stuff was smash world tour and panda cup and and main stage a little bit too uh but other than that i did not hear people talk about the ludwig event really at all um and yet this came around and i was like well i've got nothing better to do i might as well watch this I'll at least I'll tune in for um, you know Spud and Tuesday, and then I'll I'll watch uh, I'll watch Fiction and KGH, and maybe I'll watch Tof and Hugs. I watched the entire thing start to finish. I was enthralled the entire time. This thing that I don't really care about. I don't watch 
boxing. I don't care about chess. And yet here I am the entire time. I'm like, wow. And that was almost a checkmate. It was just such an insanely entertaining event. Um, Shep, when you got reached out to about this, how does like how did this come about? How did you get reached out to, and how did you know that this was something that you wanted to do? Uh, so Ludwig just sent me a Twitter DM like three and a half, four months ago or something like that, and he was like, "Hey, you into boxing at all?" And I was just like, "That's a weird question for Lud to ask." And I was like, "No, but like I could be. Like, what's up?" Like, <laughs> and so he was like, "Oh, just how about I just give you a bunch of money and you train and then you box in like the smash boxing thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm down. That sounds awesome." I didn't really care who I fought. It wasn't Kalindi at first. He had me at first. It was either because it was supposed to be, I believe, IBDW JMook, and then IBDW dropped out. So it was gonna be me. Well, when I first joined, they're like, we either have you fighting IBDW or JMook, and I was like, JMook, you know, it's fine. I don't really know him that well. He's a, he's a nice guy, but I, I, I would love to punch Cody. Like, that's like. He's on my top five list. Well, top five list of people that I, I kind of like that I still want to punch, you know, not like the people I hate, but like <laughs> I definitely would have loved, loved, loved hitting Cody, but <laughs> the, he dropped out. And so it was JMook. And I was like, okay, I'll just train really hard, fight JMook. Like there's nothing really personal in it, but I'll do it. I think it'll be fun. And then I had mentioned to him, I had mentioned to Ludwig about Kalindi that like we had been wanting to fight. Maybe he'd be a good pick for like one of the other matches, you know, uh, just because I knew he had done a little boxing before. But then when J Mook uh, dropped out, I guess they reached out to Kalindi, and then that's how it went. So this, but is I was instantly thing, on board, instantly. right? This is a true thing that you wanted to fight Kalindi before this event even was it before you got reached out to you wanted to fight him? Yeah, it was like last year. I think we've told each other last year that we were going to beat each other up like at least a hundred times. Like at least. I was there, there for some of them. Yeah, there were a lot of times where, you know, we just play a little bit of melee and he'd shine spike me and I'm going to be, and I was just like, you know, like, you know what you need? <laughs> and it would get, it would get a lot worse than just <laughs> we were going to beat each other up. Actually, <laughs> there are definitely many, many awful things said in, in, in fun, but, uh, the feelings behind it were real. Like, you know, you're about to win, and then last stock, Falco just forward throws you and does double jump down air, and you side via do it, and you're like, this guy needs to get hurt. Like, so I think that was, yeah, you know, we literally just talked for like a year about it, and we went on vacation um, September of last year. Steven actually was one of the people who came along on the vacation to Colorado, but uh, we were deciding, do we bring the CRT into, into the hotel? And we made a decision not to bring it. And then we all just had a wonderful weekend of like friendship and like nature because there was no CRT. And, but Kalindi had literally bought sock and boppers. Like we were going to like straight up just like fight. And obviously sock and boppers are not boxing gloves, but it was going to get kind of messy. And we were really hoping nobody got hurt. So it worked out way better this way, like in a ring and everything. Like, cause after we didn't end up fighting, at a on the vacation we kind of just gave up on it like we well we were together we didn't fight so clearly we don't want to fight that badly but then when this came up again it was it was all it was on it was, it was time yeah <sighs> uh definitely a bigger scale than if you just kind of scuffled in colorado low-key uh, though same thing <laughs> yeah like I for mean, my I mean, experience like 236,000 people different but here here's what i'll say is i didn't i didn't experience any of that <laughs> yeah like, I wasn't nervous at all. I didn't perceive the viewers at all. Like, I was just amped. Kalindi was right in front of me. 
it was time. Like, <laughs> wow, it's like four thousand shine spikes in those punches. <laughs> <laughs> now, Stephen, two of your good friends, you went on vacation with them. They're fighting in front of everyone. Who do you root for? Oh God, <laughs> I don't remember who I was cheering for. Let me think about it. I need I need to like go back in time. I already so I, know. I already know the whole thing. I don't even. He hasn't even told me. I already know his whole opinion. I'm just gonna sit here and listen to it. Go for it. I would. I don't know. I just more so. I just wanted a good fight because I I love both of you. You know, I consider both of you very good friends, and like, and you know, what we were saying earlier about people being lukewarm. That was super me. I didn't even watch like Spud versus um Toussaint. I was like at the store, and then I was like, I guess I'll watch Kalindi Chef to like support my friends or whatever. And then it was actually like the most fun thing I've ever watched in my entire life. Um, I think in Melee, I was definitely cheering for Kalindi. Mm -hmm. I think in mm -hmm. Melee, uh, in Melee boxing, <laughs> Falco is broken and Fox sucks ass, at least in that matchup. I think that's a hundred zero. So I was like, come on, Kalindi, please do it. You're the underdog. In the actual boxing, though, I was I was just down. I just wanted like a good fight. And I think and I think I got that. Yeah, one of my highlights for the event. Um, there was definitely some crazy chess boxing stuff that I didn't expect to, to like as much as I did. But in terms of overall event, yeah, one of the better ones. Edwin, what did you think? Because we we talked a lot about like Smash World Tour and Panda Cup and Main Stage and everything of this when we talked. We, I don't think we ever brought up this as an event. Like We didn't talk about it at all leading up to it. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's absolutely nuts that like this was the the scale of event that it, this was was actually like you know if, if you compared this to other events in smash history this like this completely brought it on to a whole new level right you had two hundred fifty thousand to like three hundred thousand people or whatever watching and potentially a lot of them getting introduced to the melee community for the first time and they were getting introduced to like you know they're not getting introduced through something like oh the five gods or like the top five players whatever these are actual people like fighting each other that are not necessarily like the type of people that you might associate with like the super reddity forefront of the scene or anything right and i just think like i just think it speaks volume to the kind of like creativity and like character of this event and the kind of things that are brought out of people in the scene and i really think that like it's such a wonderful contrast to like a very uh almost like a stale idea of what people think smash is or what people think like this whole sphere is right and to give ludwig a lot of credit i'm i'm so like i'm very uh i'm very moved by you know the fact that this is someone that remembers his roots and is trying to include smash and in, you know his pursuits moving forward it almost feels kind of trite to to keep saying this over and over again but something about this event in particular like it it just like it stood out to me and really stuck with me in a way that even the that even some something like the ludwig smash invitational did mm -hmm. stick st with me right like i i don't play chess i played for a little bit like when the queen's gambit or whatever came out but like I watched everything in that event. I had no idea of some of the stream personalities. Like I couldn't really tell you anything about them. Like, yeah, I watched the the matches with Smashers and I watched the matches with like I watched all of them, but but like I was really uh I was really captivated by the whole thing. And I just think I think there's a lot that uh people in content and just people in the community, let alone like the whole world could learn from an event like this. There's just a it was just really amazing. I I was floored. From this.
uh, how to throw a good event okay. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's just like, and why like, they should be into chess boxing. Great. Yeah, it's just like the cutting edge of content. That's all yeah. it is. Like, he literally was just like, hey, look, this is like pushing esports and showmanship and influencers further into the future. Like, this is just like where we're going. Like, we're going towards better events because Ludwig mm-hmm. has the creative mind to like push things forward. I think it's sick. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of how it's been going for a little bit. Is is um, I, I'm not super tuned into that world, but I feel like there is a really big thing of of influencers hosting events, and then you have all of your other influencer friends around that becomes a bigger thing. I know that they did a like a Beyblade thing. I think that might have been Cutie. Um, I know there was a uh, uh, Squid Games. There's a Squid Game thing, right? Um, but like this was yeah, this was so awesome. This was. I mean, we, we. What can I say that someone else hasn't said? It was something that, like, we didn't go into expecting this to be interesting. It ended up being, you know, pretty enthralling. Um, but more so than that, it's just like <laughs> it's so funny now because we used to talk about Ninja. Do you remember Ninja would like he said that thing about Smash, and everyone was like, Ninja might get into Smash. And I remember Reddit like went crazy. We have Ninja who's in Smash, and like he just came from Smash. He's our Ninja. Uh, and he does more for us than like anyone else would, right? In this scenario, like I remember, just like when I was a little Reddit kid, I I'd hear like, "Oh, this person likes Smash. That's so cool. They're gonna do so much." And yet, Ludwig has like eclipsed anything that anyone else could give to us uh, by by exactly what Edwin said by just remembering his roots, like the yeah, fact that. I- 200 sorry i'm gonna repeat this never again shep i hope you're okay with this 236k i think was the peak for a melee game to be watched um which is the highest i believe ever for a live event i think evo 2016 you know people said was 232k um so it's just it's really insane to see this yeah shep sorry what, what were you about to say no i also just i think ludwig is really good at like doing like i just think it's it's, he's just great at being like, yeah, I'm famous and we're all influencers and we're all here and we're all just making content. Also, there's Melee and there's not, you guys don't have a choice in it. And he just kind of yeah. like <laughs> puts it there and is like, yeah, and there's Melee. And everyone's like, okay, love, okay. And then, you know, it's just great for the scene. Like, I just think it's, I think he's just doing it perfectly. He just got to keep doing what he's doing. Just keep, keep loving and we're all good. Like, it's actually just fire. I think it's great. I think keep inviting uh smashers i wanted to go further down the uh the ssbm rank until it's like like zamu and hassan are just like on a camping trip or something like whatever the next big thing is now nah, just keep inviting me true <laughs> just pay me and i will be in content i don't want to make content just let me be how many <laughs> how many followers did you gain from this dude i don't know like a couple like a few hundred or something it's not okay. that it's not that yeah. big but like people that I knew from high school and like people that I just like, I feel like every person that I have ever met or like ever learned my (laughs) name has like watched the thing. Like there was like a guy who like I met at like the ping pong gym and he was like, yo, was that you at the, at the mogul chess boxing thing? It's like, I was at the hotel for the dinner on Saturday and like a security guard was there and he was like, just checking out like the rooftop where I was at, like kind of hanging out. And he was like, Oh, I saw you shadow boxing. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm in this like event. And he's like, oh, mogul chess boxing. I'll be rooting for you. And it's just like, dude, like everyone, like everyone, everyone, like <laughs> it's crazy. 
Like, my friends, like, relatives have randomly watched it. And it's like, what? Like, how? Did you tell them? Like, no, they just kind of wow. about it. Like, it's just insane. Like, it's just crazy how many people have actually, actually, like, heard of it or, like, watched it in some capacity. It's mind-blowing to me. That's so crazy. That's so cool. I, I love when people outside of Smash <laughs> tend to know about it. Um, I've tried that thing on my relatives where I was... I know my cousin who's younger than me. I was like, do you know Ludwig? I've been to his house. No, oh, yeah. I always get people with that now. <laughs> hey, he, well, my cousin didn't know who Ludwig was, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but no, yeah. Are... I, I, I just think it's so... Yeah, what, exactly what you're saying. I think it's so great that um, he keeps including Melee. Because there's, there's no need to, right? If you want to throw this, um, it's probably smarter to not include Melee. You don't have to bring CRTs in. You don't have to... Like, you are... I mean, I, I loved it. I know Smash loved it, but you could probably get bigger personalities pretty easily. Just, you know, throw a couple more on. Uh, and yet, no, he's so willing to do this. And uh, I we might maybe we stop talking about it soon because I I get a little um, I don't like to, I don't like giving Ludwig so many compliments in a row. <laughs> and we'll be talking about Scuffed World Tour later. Like maybe we split it up a little bit. Uh, but no, it was an amazing event. Steven, who are you going to box? Dude, I want to fight Shep. Shep's like the person. <laughs> no, you don't. Dude, get, <laughs> no, oh, you my, don't. get me in there, Shep. If you want but, to, dude, like, go be my. Dude, you, don't, ooh, you definitely ooh. don't want to. I know you. You don't want it. <laughs> but Shep can't fight twice. So I want to fight Aura. Uh, oh, my God. I want to fight Aura so bad. I hate him. Like, I hate him in the way that Shep hates Kalindi. Like, I hate him with every fiber of my being. Yeah, no, I feel you on but that. But also, like, he's one of my best friends. But also, I want to punch him. Like, oh, I think Peach would be so broken in, in chess boxing, though. But, like, I'm also True. just so much of a better player and so much more handsome that I think it'd be fun. Hey, we got we to gotta hit him up. We got to hit him up. I would, I'd be down to watch I, Oh, that. my. I don't think he would fight me. I think I think I'm more of like I feel like I you want to fight him because you feel like you'd beat him up. <laughs> no, I want. No, I, I, I don't. I don't know. I still want to fight that many people. Like that's if fair. Edwin that's came fair. up to me next major and was like, "Hey, Steven, want to fight?" I'd be like, "What? I don't want to. I don't want to punch you." That's like, what I'm saying. Why, why do you want to fight me? Thank you. Because <laughs> I don't. Have you ever talked to me? <laughs> hey, I thought we were the ones to defeat the million lions together. The billion lions. For, okay, well, we can put aside our differences. We're to kill the billion lions. Sure. But <laughs> but I also want to fight you. Anybody beside Derek you'd want to fight. And me. Other other than you and Derek? <laughs> maybe like not, not Edwin. Somebody <laughs> somebody that he like, can realistically not the same, fight. I have to like, <laughs> Either I'd have to go up or he has to go down. Oh, no, I'm, I'm on so, my way down. Edwin Budding gained a miracle. 175 <laughs> pounds for the final <laughs> He's just, like, super fat. Like, amazing. I don't know. I just, maybe, ooh, I'd maybe fight Logos. But I think he'd kill me. Logos. That's the only issue. Yeah, that's a scary one. Like, <laughs> It'd be good I for content. A, if I had a 1% chance to beat Logos in a fight, I'd be down. But it's it's so much lower than that. Mm. But you want to fight him for like his personality? Yeah, I want to fight him like you know, like an ideal battle or or like an idealistic battle. Like I see. Just, I see. We're like the Goku and Vegeta of something. Of <laughs> <laughs> something. Yeah. Oh my god. Of uh, Western non top fifty melee. <laughs> of like 
wow, not top 50 of like best <laughs> player in their region, Western spacey players or something. <laughs> All right, Edwin, what about yourself? Who are you going to fight? Uh, who's around like, who's around the same like type as, as me? I had to, to think about it. The, the first person I thought like of was Jack like Zilla. Was who? <laughs> yeah, the first thing I thought of was Jack Zilla, but Jack but I'm Zilla. really just going by the four side fight and like melee stats analog. The, the with uh, we taking on Mikey, ah uh, yes, taking on Ambi, and me, me engaging with slap fighting with Jack. Yeah, our um our Marvel vs. Capcom two battle. How about like uh, how about SF? SF's pretty tall. Um. I, I do think. See, the thing is that Edwin wants to win. There can't be a chance of, of losing. <laughs> um, I used to ask this question in high school. I used to ask people for some reason to like break the ice or whatever. I would say if all of our high school were in an underground fight club, and you got to pick who you want to go against, who do you pick? And I would say like, keep in mind, you want to win, obviously, but you don't want to like destroy them because everyone's watching. You want the respect of people around you so maybe try to keep it close and i feel i realized that years later i'm just asking the same exact thing just in a different uh high school basically um <laughs> uh, edwin maybe yeah i don't know we'll, we'll do an open call um wisely's kind of uh wisely's kind of your height right sure oh you know i don't have like an existing uh, (laughs) dynamic with wisely it's gotta be someone sf's not a bad but he's a little tall but he's kind of he's kind of skinny i think i think i can take him that's what i'm saying and he doesn't really he doesn't seem like like a killer like i feel like it'd be a good match like spirit wise (laughs) yeah i think you you would start like punching the shit out of him he would just keep laughing he, I definitely feel like he would get punched and laugh though. It'd be scary. You hit him and he just starts like hysterically laughing, like it's a psychopath. Like SpongeBob in that one episode where the guy beats him up and he just ignores it. Yeah, that's definitely me and SF just like on the regular. That's our relationship. Yeah, it is. I saw it. I saw it in the hotel room. <laughs> he hung, he got in and out with SoCal, and you were pissed. It's okay. Uh, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, we still want uh, there's a Ringler, lot of sick matchups. Ringler and Greg Turbo. We're still looking to have a a, a second. No, the that's, that's like up. a good one. That's like a good matchup. I feel like they're like around the same height. Like, yeah, I say let, let's make it happen. We saw it at Smash Camp, and you can view that set <laughs> on the Melee Stats archive on YouTube. We saw it at Smash Camp. They were obviously not in a perfect mind state and not on i think that was, was that like uh steven that wasn't sand right that was dirt um I'm having trouble remembering i feel like it was sand it might have been i think it was my See, guess it's, is this, this was is not a perfect situation we got to get them get them in the ring we definitely need hacks laughing that's just like <laughs> i don't know if we do <laughs> like without a shadow of a doubt like okay maybe maybe the world doesn't need hacks laughing i just personally need it I okay <laughs> I need to see that. Be sick. I'll let you try to figure that one out. Then you can you can reach out. They you know, definitely... How tall is B bats? I could fight him. B bats? Yeah. How much does B bats weigh? I don't know. Well, I, I'm down to lose weight. The weight okay. I, I don't care about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking B-Bats. like, who do I want to punch? 
and who's down to punch me? You get down to like 145. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just shredded. <laughs> uh yeah, we we could figure it out. B bats. Well, B bats is um if you look on Twitter, B bats is straight now. So so he yes. might be a hard I actually, uh, I don't know why. Well, that's why I, I want to fight him. I hate I love the, the whole straight B-Bats thing. I don't know why. I just like it. Like, every time it's I see so, it on Twitter, so I just think it's super funny. Like, one of my favorite it's, things happening right now. It's finally time we had some straight representation at the top of the <laughs> game. He's so brave. <laughs> the sunglasses. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, speaking of speaking of straight bats, he's been making his way up the... Uh, I've, I've been seeing his name on the slippy ladder. I don't know if we want to jump into that or if there's anything more that we want to talk about about Ludwig's uh, mogul boxing. We can talk about whatever. Oh, I haven't, played, I haven't played ranked yet at all, though. I saw that you haven't played ranked. Like, I don't this even know just, how to do it. Is this because of... Uh, well, first, you got to give Fizzy money. Is this because of uh, Smashboxing? Are you taking it easy or is... Kind of. I mean, like, okay, so I'll be honest. I played, like, very little Melee, like, the last, like, three months. Mm. And so, like, I would have, like, little, like, two days where I'm like, oh, I'm playing again. And then I'm like, nah. Like, I was really focused on boxing. When I had time off, I would just be programming. And, like, I just haven't been, like, super into the game. Like, I like the game, like, mentally, but I haven't been enjoying, like, really playing or grinding much. And I know I need to grind before the, like, the Scuff World Tour. So I've just been like, oh, I'll grind soon, like I promise, and I haven't done anything yet. Like I haven't, like my controller is like still in the case and stuff. Well, From... we've got someone who's been on ranked a little bit, Stephen. <laughs> I've seen you in the trenches. How is it, dude? It's been it's been a roller coaster. So like, so I heard about it like as soon as it came out, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited! I need to stream this. And I streamed it for like three hours and it was unbelievably fun. Um, stream went well. The games went well. I was like top five or whatever. And then later that night. Huh? I said, whatever, you know, top uh, five, no big deal. Yeah, no, no big, you know, top five in the world's fine. You know, everyone knows that I am because skill wise. Um, and then like I played later that night and I don't know why, but I was just so mentally boomed and I lost like 10 sets in a row. And I'm not going to name any names, but most of those people, I don't believe I should be losing to regularly. And so just like my mental was shot and I was like, I hate melee, even though I've been feeling so positively about melee recently. And like, and then like the next day I wake up and I like lose some more sets and I get even more down in the trenches. And I just had to like mentally reset myself and just think about it completely differently. And then after after like I thought about it and like thought about, you know, why do I compete? Why do I love melee? Like, why am I playing this game? What do I want to do with my life? Once I like kind of thought about all that, I started having fun again. Um, so it's it's been it's been an intense three days of of getting number bigger is uh, is all I'll say. Hasn't even been a full three days yet. <laughs> you got a lot going on, man. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, like, this coming, especially after Mogul chess boxing, is so big. Edwin, will we be seeing the... We, we saw the, the Slippy Kids already. Will we be seeing the chess boxing kids? <laughs> is this a new entry for, for people who want to get into Melee? Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I think that's got like a non-zero chance 
to being pretty big, right? It's it's too soon to tell, but I legitimately think that like uh, I think e- even if like um, like what if, if the peak was three hundred thousand dollars or dollars, if the, the peak was three hundred thousand dollars, if the peak was three hundred thousand people watching, even like five percent of people watching. Uh, even five percent of that watching is like fifteen thousand people into the scene or whatever, right? Like, and the a, next day, ranked a, comes out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's great, great for the scene. I definitely uh, feel like like there are people who will start because of it. Uh, I think probably not like super directly immediately into it because of it like i think it put it on people's radar and it kind of got them in like the very entrance of like the whirlpool of like smash and then you just (laughs) slowly circle closer you know to like getting into competitive smash i think that's kind of what it was i think it was more of like a broad outreach less so than like oh somebody went and saw that event and then showed up and now they're like oh ranks out i'm gonna play rank like i don't think that happened like i think i think it'll it's more of like a long-term play that'll get more people into the game and just sort of like more people in the world will be like oh yeah you know people are playing competitive melee like still you know like i, I just think that it really got it out there to like the more normie crowd yeah it's it's like um you know people talk about on youtube there's an alt-right pipeline is the yeah. is the melee pipeline as well? Oh my god! You suddenly, suddenly, you know, dude. Those you... videos are so addicting. Like how I got trapped in the right wing pipeline, and they're like, "Well, first Wait, I was are watching you this." On... Vi- huh? You're on the alt right pipeline. Pipeline. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I, I not like right now, but I've definitely seen like a bunch of those videos. Yeah. They're all so good. They're like one day, you know, I was just. I was just hating women, and the next day, before I knew it, I was almost hating everybody. It's like, yeah, man, like, sorry, like, I'm glad you got out of it. I guess, like, but I think that same stuff maybe it maybe it applies to people where they're like, oh, chess boxing, and then suddenly they're no. That's definitely the point of it. Like, the YouTube algorithm will get us through because the first is Ludwig chess boxing, and then suddenly the Ludwig Invitational, Mm -hmm. and then you're looking up who Amsa is, and then we got you. Like, yeah. Once you once you look up who I'm says, yeah, we it's got over. you. It's over. Like, They're gonna be looking awesome. up your video like, on Laser Heights at some point, and then you you stumble into watching the doc drunk at three a.m. or something, and then the next day you're at your first local. Yeah, no, I I think that <laughs> I mean the combination of these two things, it's it's tough to say until we see it in a few years, but it should be pretty big. Okay, um, wait, oh, really quick, yeah. big announcement. Blur just responded. He weighs 210 right now, but he says losing weight pretty fast, though. So, okay. So we didn't say this on the podcast, why this matters. You just made an announcement about Blair's weight. Do you want to give any context to this? Oh, I think we're talking about fighting people. Yeah, (laughs) we did. Okay. But I'm just, I I know we mentioned it beforehand, but yeah, yeah. Nah. So anybody, anybody who's around 200 pounds and wants to fight the blur, maybe, you know, maybe we can get something going. I'm not way more than. No, I think you I could, could probably get there. Get there. You, I could, versus, I could definitely you get there. You versus Blur would be a sick. Fight. I would, I would I, super fight Blur. Okay, let me ask you. I'm not going to respond for now. You, we can finish the podcast. I'm just going to let. I do like the idea of just having an announcement every episode, and we talk about a different thing about Blur, or like here's Blur's weight this week. I do Yo, like this. That. Just in Blur eating chicken for dinner. <laughs> Well, we all can't have pork chops for dinner. That was fire. 
Anyway, sorry for, de- <laughs> sorry for derailing. I just got hype. I was like, wait, that's like a fightable range for Steven. Like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Get me in there. That's sad. I, I I thought Blair was closer to my range. I wanted to fight him. Okay, well we'll works up. Well, he, he's I mean, like, I'm like two ten. Like Can you get big down big. to like two hundred, two ten ish? I've I've been to. I've, I mean, oh, I've you're also. To, I think you're. You might be too tall for him. I'm taller than he is. Steven's think, around. The yeah, same I'm, I'm. I'm sure. I'm like five okay. I think Blair's probably one or two inches taller than me. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. Um, Edwin, talk to me about how important ranked is right now because I am seeing. A lot of stuff going on. I've watched more Twitch streams in the past like few days than I think I have in a while. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like I think it's incredible for the uh, for the player base. Obviously, just having a way of playing semi meaningful sets against uh, the competition, seeing where you stand. Obviously, it's not going to replace the top hundred or double elimination brackets or anything. Mm-hmm. But I Maybe. think in general, it's just been a really positive. Uh, thing for the community and i think more than anything we'll we'll see uh, the return of stuff like the reads and maybe maybe the content ecosystem around it obviously that's kind of my perspective on this as someone involved in the scene i think we're going to be seeing a lot of a uh, more cool like ladder climb content i personally have been enjoying a ton of uh ibdw's uh, new unhinged rank streams where he is just super toxic but uh, <laughs> plays it up it's great it's it really fits into his a uh, new like free agent uh unhinged brand i kind of does he play it it up though (laughs) i don't know it's hard to say (laughs) (laughs) i've seen some of those streams they're very good i saw him today and he was just like why do you back her there and he was just like why why would you ever don't back her there no what were you thinking why would you back her there and while he's just like (laughs) destroying panos to yeah, I really like I, uh, I one of my favorites thing. is, oh, so we're not going to play mix-ups now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cody? Wait, that's a good one. God. Yes. Yeah, Shep, you do say that. Uh, by the way, we're, we're you know, the top 100 is is on its way. It's going to be coming out, um, you, know, you know, I don't know, a few weeks, I guess. Uh, are we going to get another, the fans have been asking, are we going to get another top 100 fiction uh overview I, I, uh, your I recap that one that. time was very legendary no the legend the one time i did it was amazing um <laughs> i don't know we'll see i i have to be in like like that was impromptu like i can't plan stuff like that if i plan it i'll like not want to do it i just woke up one day and i was like i bet everybody thinks this whole list is just full of geniuses huh and i'm like well, people need to know and then that was how it, it just kind of went downhill from there and it was sick but I mean, you were proved right. Uh, the only thing that exists of this stream are a couple clips here and there, but I distinctly remember you saying that HBox, this was when HBox was winning every single event, basically. You said mm-hmm. he's actually top five skill level, and Mango's actually better than HBox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and look, look at us right now. I mean, it's not surprising to me. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Um, speaking of which, two two holdouts that we haven't seen from ranked, you know, HBox and Mango. I know HBox has been winning the fucking content man of the year. <laughs> but other I'm, than that, just like, gonna, I'm just gonna pretend I didn't see that. Like, <laughs> like yeah, that's like a whole different thing. Like <laughs> that's I I could not believe I was so shocked. I was like, is there no one? 
no one better no no one made better content like i'm fine if he wins it but yeah, and like the whole sphere too it does seem very it does seem like something that like like uh like a smasher might vote on that for a smash board right but for all of like uh, esports or whatever it, it is kind of out of left field yeah i feel like we get destroyed every single year by like league and stuff like that there like when armada was like winning every single tournament in melee it was like, yeah, actually, he's not going to win the, you know, whatever of the year and the esports awards. But now suddenly it's HBox for content. Uh, regardless, fair, he, he's a way better content creator than like Armada. Like, that's just, like, I never, like, Armada was never going to win that. Like, or nor would I. Like, you I meant like, Armada <laughs> as, a, as a player, right? There's like an esports player award, right? Mm, I see. I don't, I don't watch awards of any type, so I don't know. True. You got your belt. You already got your award. I don't pay. I just think awards are whack. Like, <laughs> like did you, like? Oh, who'd you beat? And they're like, oh, people just like voted me the best because they like me. It's like, eh, <laughs> eh. there's a great Feynman quote on it, which you'd have to look up the video on it, but it's really good. He just hates awards, and I was I, I super subscribe to that mentality. <laughs> That's uh, is it award winning video? <laughs> Okay, so Blur says he has now, 10 yeah. plus years of martial arts experience. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, he says he doesn't care. Let's go. No. I got that dog in me. I, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, you, I you watched got like four like, dogs. You got like four. I, <laughs> I watched some of Hajime no Ippo this year, and ever oh. since then, I was like, I just want to fight for sport. Like, Oh, let's go. Let's I don't go. really want to hurt someone, but like, I don't know. I'm a competitor, and I feel like fighting is the most pure competition. And like, I feel you. So I just want to fight someone. Now, I'll fight Edwin. Admit, I don't care. It was really oddly conflicting. I wasn't expecting to have any conflicts when I was fighting Kalindi because normally, if I'm in like a competition, I feel very much like, just like, I will win. Like you will die. You will suffer. Like ha ha ha. Like that's how I feel in melee. Like if my opponent is feeling bad, I'm feeling good. But I definitely yeah. felt it in the boxing that like. I was like, I would hit him and I would be like really happy that like, <laughs> I was like that he was taking damage, but I was really surprised that there was like a part of me deep down that was like, not happy about it. I was very surprised to find that there was a part of me that's like, oh man, like I would never want to actually like have an actual fight with Kalindi, like out of like hatred or you know like out of like an actual fight like i wouldn't want to have that with like my friend i just had that realization during, during that like i want to fight him but like for fun like respectfully like i would I, I just realized that like it's it's very different when you go into like survival mode and it's like me or him and it wasn't quite the exact experience that i expected dude you're like changing my perspective of goku like as a character <laughs> Like, what do you mean? Because I always just thought of, I always just like watched that and just pretended it was like melee or something. And he's like, yeah, I just love fighting. Like, I just want to be the strongest I can be. And I'm like, yeah. But like, if it actually requires hurting someone. No, like, because you're actually, like, you see they're open and you're going to hit them. And there's part of you that's like, yeah, maybe I'll just hit them with this. And their eyes will roll back and they just won't get up. And then I'll win. And like, you're hitting them. And then you're like, man, that. Like, I love this guy. Like, <laughs> like, that's crazy. Like, but like, it was very like small internal feelings that like came up after the event where I realized that there's like, that fighting is not just a game, you know, like, like we're really playing with our actual lives. And for me, it's different. Like 
I I don't mind doing that, but like notice feeling that it's like my friend there that I'm doing it with is it's different than I expected. Very interesting learning experience. Mm-hmm. Well, are you going to continue fighting at all? Do you think where's your journey taking you? Um, I'm going to continue training. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to continue training as hard because I've been literally like obsessed. Like, like it gets bad. Like when I get really into something, especially if like I feel threatened, like I felt the boxing match coming up and I really didn't want to lose. Like I, it gets, it gets a little obsessive where like, that's kind of the only thing I can think about. Like I won't even like, not even like, Oh, like I'm just constantly productive with boxing. It's like someone will DM me. And like, because I'm thinking about boxing, I like don't have mental energy to like respond to like the DM. It's just really weird. Like it was just very like intense and stressful. And I think that, uh, I really want to like keep training afterward and keep getting better at the sport, but not with it as like my, I don't want to train under the threat, you know, of like an incoming fight. I think it'd be really sick to like, be like, okay, I got a few months of really good accelerated boxing training because of like, nobody, nobody does that. Nobody starts training for three months for boxing and your first fight is coming up and you have to grind or you're going to get knocked out. Like that's just insane. So I feel like after that, I feel like good, good first three months experience. I'm going to grind, like continue just like the slow grind, getting better. I'm going to keep getting more fit and stuff like that. My goal is that like in like a year that they're like, hey, like we're going to do this again. Like you want to fight? And I'll be like, yeah. And they'll be like, you've been practicing? And I'll be like, nah, not really. But I've been grinding the entire year. And then I just obliterate anyone that I fight. That's the goal. Like I did this once, like the chances of, somebody thinking it'd be sick to call me up to do it again have only increased you know and so like i want to be ready and i've always you know i've always enjoyed martial arts i took i took some like jujitsu stuff in like high school uh japanese jujitsu not brazilian but uh, um and it was like some martial arts stuff and i always wanted to get back into it um uh, and but i think like boxing is just so good for fitness and all that stuff and like there is a chance i could have to do it again so i'm gonna keep up with it i'm gonna keep trying to get better I'm actually, uh, after I fully heal in a week or two, I'm going to get a lesson or two with my coach. Uh, and we're just going to like go over the fight and make a list of like in the coming months, what can I adjust? What did I learn? What's the best ways forward? So like, I'm never, I'm never, I'm not trying to ever lose a fight. Like ever. Wow. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You're doing VOD review. <clears throat> well, I did that with my spars too. I would spar and then I actually sent a couple VODs to uh, Hugo and Stanza's coach. Uh, I sent... I did. I sent him two different VODs that he reviewed and gave me some pretty solid advice in addition to all the other training I was doing. So, but yeah, yeah. that's my plan moving forward. Going to keep up with it. I want to keep getting stronger. That's sick. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. Uh, I I mean I I've followed you on Twitter. I followed you for a while. I know how dedicated you can be when it comes to whatever. So I was not surprised. But yeah, I think it was super cool and it's super cool as like a uh thing for people to see who might not know you as well right like, yeah definitely uh, and i also think Falco guy and suddenly rips <laughs> off his shirt beats him and i also think it's up. it's sick to like um i don't know like prove yourself right like i i felt like that you know like i haven't been in like a real intense fight boxing match type thing before and but i i definitely felt in my head that like nah like I have the heart of a warrior. Like, I'm going to keep going. Like, I'm going to fight literally as if I'm fighting to the death. And you can tell yourself that as many times as you want. And a lot of people will tell themselves that, and then they'll drop out of the boxing or, you know, stuff like that. Like, you start realizing you don't really have it. And so uh, I think it was nice to get in there and 
just be the person that I know I am. Like, I know that, like, if I get punched, that's not going to stop. Like, unless I literally go down, like, it's not stopping me. And I knew that, and it was sick going in and just realizing that that's just, like, the truth, you know, and not just, like, a fantasy I made for myself. I think that really uh, is a great experience to have. For sure. I'm, I'm excited to see what comes out of it. Um, yeah, I don't even, like, God, it's so funny how I'm inspired the entire timeline was i saw so many people going like oh can my local throw something like this i want to beat up this uh you know falco main too <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we've definitely been thinking about setting up some verdugo boxing there's a few there's a few people who are a little interested so you know you never know True. Could, could get something started i think it'd be really cool open Maybe. offer kevon's trying to fight somebody <laughs> Yeah, maybe well, maybe I'll take him up on that next time in SoCal. Yo, anyone in Oregon, hit me up. Yeah, like, because that's the thing is you got to start setting up matches early because it's not like yeah, let's just do it this weekend, you know? Like I like I am honestly so amazed by people like Hugo and Toussaint mm. who did this with like a month of training. Like that's absurd. Like especially Hugo, like like in terms of like the proper type of boxing that he developed in like a month for what he had was just crazy impressive. Like a month in, I was like a joke, like a month in, I probably would have lost against everyone there. Um, just from like, I was confused and there was a lot boxing is really complicated and hard. So I just, the fact that people can pick it up in a month shows that they started way ahead of me. I started pretty far down the totem pole. So I think three months at least is a good start. And I would have loved to have six months or something. So Setting up the matches early is important. Yeah, for sure. I, I I'm... <laughs> wait. Okay. Do you really think people are going to start doing this at, at like locals and stuff? Is this going to be a thing? Um, probably not, because most smashers are kind of just like talking big, and they're just not really for it. Like, yeah, which is just... good, right? Nah, nah. <laughs> that, this is just a great opportunity to uh, find out who talks big and won't back it up. Which is a lot of people, but it's a great opportunity because you go, oh, like uh, there was a, I don't want to say who it is, but basically uh, my, my, one of my training partners, Taborn, like Nick, he's like a, like a SoCal player. And I, I trained with him like a lot. And we, we were talking to another guy in the SoCal scene and he was like, oh dude, I would love to spar. Like, like, yeah, like anytime you want, like I'm super down. And Nick is like, I have my stuff like right now, like, let's do it. Like. Put on your gloves like right now and the guy's like actually i just don't want to spar at all <laughs> and he just and so it's like that's like i feel like a lot of smashers and like so i feel like it, it will and even even among the top players like even with lud giving 20k to people or whatever he gave I don't, this week like i don't know what he gave to everybody else but <laughs> so it's like even with lud giving a ton of money how many top players dropped out how many people like got scared or changed their mind at the last second and stuff like that you know so i feel like it is going to be hard to set up matches, but I think the more matches you get potentially out there, you have time for people to drop and give up and change their mind and new people to hear about it and join in. So we got to get started now. Like if we're trying to get like actual sick matches in the next like year, we kind of got to work on it now, not in like a year. True. Are you going to fight HBox? <laughs> me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he's like 50 pounds heavier than me. I mean, I, I would can okay. The other thing is, I so this is the thing I was mentioning at the tournament. I will never, ever, ever smash box someone who plays Jigglypuff. 
It's not gonna happen. <laughs> like, as much as like I I'd be down to like spar with Toussaint or Hbox or whatever. Like, I am not gonna actually play that format with a Jigglypuff player because I think it like seriously is outside of like the rule set. Like, I I don't think the Jigglypuff is like valid within like the rules. This too, the the stalling potential is too crazy when. The stalling potential and with wraps, I think that Puff is far too advantaged, like in like a time sensitive sport. If we were doing something like uh, they changed it and they were like, we do two minute melee games and then the winner at the end who is, is the one who took the most stocks, maybe I'd be down for that. But I really hate the idea that you can win someone and they can like stall for like, they can plank you for eight minutes or something like that. Until the format would be adjusted for Puff, I will never smash box a GB Puff player ever. That's just the thing. I'm not going to do it. You're okay with Falco Fox, huh? <laughs> I don't think that... So I think that uh, Falco Fox is somewhat uh, easier for Falco in some ways. But I think that like there are a lot of positions where it's not... Like, I think if you... I think your style of Fox would do great in it. And I think Kalindi's so style of Fox doesn't do as well because he relies too much on precision. I don't think it's really Fox as the character that struggles with it. Um, and I also, he was just so winded and stuff that it made it look like way mm-hmm. worse. Like the first game was fine. He could have easily won yeah. that game. I didn't feel particularly advantaged until he like literally was like, like having trouble, like, you know, doing anything. And then obviously it was in my favor. I do think, I do think like if you, if you had me pick a character, I would say Falco, like Falco doesn't get as, like, Falco gets less worse than fox does like fox has a bigger nerf from smash boxing uh but i don't think fox is like way worse than falco at all i think puff is really broken though i guess we'll just have to wait for the meta to develop um <laughs> yeah who, who knows yeah exactly we'll see some more i don't really know what's gonna happen but i know what is going to happen and it's this coming weekend it's scuffed world tour back-to-back ludwig events on uh back-to-back weekends pretty insane but uh, yeah, we've we've got another thing coming right here. Edwin, do you want to talk to us a little bit about what Scuffed World Tour is for anyone who doesn't know? Yeah, so Scuffed World Tour is basically a, a put together tournament by Ludwig that I believe uh, I believe the rest of his team found out about when he announced it online. That, that is uh, how that's how a lot of Ludwig projects go. I've heard though. <laughs> yeah, but basically, it's it's meant to uh, be sort of a stand-in for where. Uh, well, not on the same weekend, but it's meant to be a stand-in for Smash World Tour. So it's going to have a lot of the same people that you might have seen throughout the year at Smash World Tour events. So we're talking like Mango, AMSA, IBW, HBox. Uh, obviously, our special guest, Fiction, is going to be there. But I'm also in particular excited to uh, see a lot of the international talent that's going to be there. So people like Professor Pro, Josh Men are going to be there. We, we got Riken coming in from Chile. And I believe Ingen is set to go also. I, I was seeing talks of him uh, like going to the event as well as one of the, as one of the uh, invitees. I know Zane can't make it because of a family emergency. Mm-hmm. But in general, you got kind of a small but really interesting group of players. It's going to be tough for some of the ones at the bottom and like the more obscure ones to stand out. But I think it'll be a really formative opportunity for them, and it'll put them on kind of a on an, on the on a scale of stage that you know maybe they don't get a chance to have necessarily all the time. So I'm really interested to see uh, how this event will shape out. Yeah, I mean the thing about we've we've got these events that are kind of taking 
um, place of Panda Cup and, and Smash World Tour, right? We've got Scuff World Tour. We've got Redemption Rumble coming uh, at the end of the year, like literally the last day of the year. Um, I'm going to that too. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll see you there probably. Sick. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's Adam, you're right. It's it's really cool because it's a um, it's like an international thing, right? You know, they've actually. I don't think the player list is out. I think uh, Edwin, uh, Edwin. I think Aiden tweeted it and then deleted, but yeah, we all kind of know. Uh, I mean, yeah, Ingen was on there. Riken is on there. I think that's really cool. Like the idea of it, as they said when it was announced, was to show some international representation. I think Professor Pro is going to be there. And I think that's really sick because that's one of the things about Smash World Tour that we all kind of took for granted, right? It was always, like, really fun to, to check the leaderboards, at least for me, mm. and be like, oh, like, what <laughs> South American is going? Uh, and then when it was taken away, it's like, oh, yeah, these people don't really have opportunities to get to America very frequently. Like, a lot of these people weren't going to go to a major in America if it weren't for Smash World Tour. So I think it's really sick to see um, Ludwig do that. Uh, Dude, even if it's going to be, I know they have to run like a shorter event. I think it's going to be a one day for both games, but even then, I think it's going to be super cool. Um, Steven, how afraid of you? How afraid are you of Riken or uh, um, Ingen? Give me, give me both of them. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't know who Ingen is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> never... wait, you don't know the oh, the Japanese right. Marth player. Okay, that's okay. I that's what I Japanese thought. He's been a Marth player, player, I believe. White Marth. White Marth. Yeah, I think right? he plays white. I like White Marth. I think White oh. Marth's underrated. Um. Okay, so that's. <laughs> I'm sorry to Ingen, but yeah, I didn't. I, I don't know. I've never seen him play. I heard a lot of people um, were getting hyped about him. Because he did really good in some tournament, and people were talking about how he's only been playing. It was a really absurdly short amount of time. Yeah, um, so he so basically, what you need to know about Ingen is that he's kind of like he is literally like a Slippy kid. Like he got into oh, the wow. game through playing Slippy from Japan. From Japan, he's like super young. And the long story short is he's he's basically the best active player in the country right now. Within like a year and a half of playing, or like two years, yeah. I guess at this point. That's actually insane. And long story, a little bit longer, uh, he had a couple heartbreakers at Smash World Tour last year where he got a pool that was like four spaces and him. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised you don't know. He uh, he almost beat Magi. I'm surprised. You oh, damn. That, so. Yeah, I'm really surprised you didn't hear anything about it. Even I heard about it. I, I mean, I, I've heard a little bit about you him. You were there. I just, I've never like I've never watched one of his sets. So yeah, I was there, um, but that means that that means I wasn't watching. True, true, you're right. No, Smash World Tour last year, like, the finals is, like, top three of my favorite events of, like, all time. Like, it's literally, like, one of my favorite tournaments, like, ever, ever. It was just, like, the environment last year was great because it was in Florida in, like, the winter. And I went kayaking twice. I saw a bunch of manatees. There's manatees in Florida in in the winter. It's crazy, right? They go there to, like, because it's warmer. But anyway, and then, like, the best part was just all my international friends were there. That was really it, like bunch of really really sick central and south america smashers and stuff like that who are just yeah. like the super homies and i want those guys to get as many opportunities as possible so like smash world tour last year was so sick like just get like 15 guys who aren't even from like america and we all go out to like wendy's or whatever denny's whatever was there it was so sick like uh so it's unfortunate that it can't fully happen again this year but uh 
I was talking to Riken a bit about it before they like announced that he was going to be going. And he was just like, dude, I just really want to go. And I was just like, yeah, like you kind of deserve to go. Like you're already here. Like you did all this mm-hmm. stuff. So he was really, it was really sick that he, he got in. And I'm glad that Ingen is getting like a chance also. Yeah. I, I did think it was really funny. Like at main stage, they announced only like the top eight were coming. And like, I just kept walking. I just kept walking around main stage. See Professor Pro like, oh, <laughs> like, because it's like, yeah, you know, the only top eight players in the world. Mango, Hungry Box. And it's like. <laughs> Fiction <laughs> Professor Pro, and we're like, yeah, it's just us, us. You know, we're all just like the four, four same skill level guys. You know, like, <laughs> it was great. Like, <clears throat> but I'm glad a few more players are getting invited now. I think it's gonna be super sick. You know, I, obviously Edwin mentioned that we had to have Zane drop out, um, so it might not be like a fight for number one, like maybe it would have been before. But I think it's gonna be so sick. I, I can't wait to see. Um, yeah, I mean, we we talk about Ingen. I think Riken's also really good. Riken's obviously got a KGH win from, I think, Wave Dash or something like that. Um, I think did, yeah. there's so much international talent that we have yet to see. <laughs> and and you're right. Smash World Tour, Smash World Tour is going to end up being, like, the only North American major for a lot of people at the end of their career. Like, a lot of good players are probably only going to have been to America for that reason. Um, so it really does, you know, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why Smash World Tour shutting down is horrible for the community, but uh, I think that's one that's kind of understated. So I love to see Ludwig coming in and trying to make stuff a little possible. Um, but yeah, we've, we've got, it's going to be a weird event because we've got like really good heavy hitters here. Uh, and then we've got a few people who are, you know, going to have to work a little hard to, to get some of these wins, I guess, you know? If, if Smash World Tour um, has these people, it's usually, like, in a larger scale, and they're able to, like, get, like, a cool winner there. Um, I think, like, like the next player after uh, it's, like, Ingen, Reichen, and then you go, like, one step above, and it's, like, Professor Pro, and then one step above that, I think it's just Josh Man. Like, I think that's how hard it gets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it gets hard when you're really fast. But honestly, like... I don't know. This tournament is is more of just like a celebration of melee and smash. Mm-hmm. It's more it's more of just like yeah, like Ludwig sick, Scuff World Tour, like we're all going like I don't think like it has the same vibe as Smash World Tour is going to in terms no. of like the significance to the rankings, but I think we're all just going to go and play and have a really good time. Like I'm not really taking it seriously to that extent. Like I think it'll be sick though. Yeah, I, I think that's probably how a lot of people are going to be thinking about it. Um, yeah, Edwin, how, how about this? Tell me about how, how serious do you think uh, Scuffed World Tour is going to be? I think the people going will still, like, try. It's the it's one of the few times before they're, I mean, depending on the New Year's Eve event, uh, I, I don't know how people are going to take that. But, you know, still events, but it's pretty dry overall. I, I feel like the next... Uh, next month or so i i have to think people will be in super grind mode especially with the release of like ranked uh, genesis coming up and everything uh, i think people will try and you know like if who knows right if if mango destroys everyone at this event he doesn't just beat like the ninth time or whatever yeah. um you know maybe no that's obviously no no small feat i, I love coding and everything but you uh, you never know right i think uh I think this will be a fun event to watch for a lot of reasons. How about this as a question? Because we used to ask this every single week. 
and and for whatever reason we stopped asking this can hbox be number one <laughs> see if you ask me the answer would be no no matter how many times you want but that's why i'm not on like, any any sort of committee <laughs> He's like, I won every major tournament. Like, gosh, have you seen this guy? He's Mango. He's the GOAT, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, we're coming up to the end of the year. And, and hey, I mean, we, we've been bi weekly for a few weeks. And then uh, I know Christmas is coming up. We, this might be the last episode we have of 2020. Oh, fuck. I missed called 2021. This might be the last episode of 2022. So it's a good time to call back the, the well that we went to for, uh, you know, 90% of our episodes, which was talk for 10 to 15 minutes about if HBox was the best in the world. Um, no, I don't think he will be. I don't think he's could do anything here to convince me that he's the best in the world. Um, unless he like pulls, if he like proves during this event that everything that Zane and Mango and Amsa and Cody have been doing has been like based on cheating. I, I think like if he, if he checks the disc and it's like real he would have to like, like get up on stage and be like he they've been cheating for the past year and i have receipts for it all the iso was only wrong at the tournaments hbox lost like oh no like increased tipper percentage like he's just like has like oh yeah he's like if you check frame 378 of, of Zane's um, game one win at pound, you will see that this clearly should not have happened. <laughs> like, I think that's what you would need to do. He would need to go through every single thing. I do like, think, though, that, like, missing rests at, because of Z-axis and frame perfect stuff and phantoms and stuff like that, it's, it's it definitely will drive you crazy. Like, if you're putting your, like, your entire ego and life on the line and then you're just like the final rest that i read a hundred years in advance and then it's right on their body and it misses you just have nowhere to like direct that except towards like something's up like somebody's somebody needs to be punished like <laughs> so i don't know I, I i understand why he gets so freaked out about it because if i was the one doing those rests i think i'd be freaking out too i'm not gonna lie it was, like if, if yeah. my wrists were missing like that, I'd be like, "What is going on?" Like I'd be freaking out. That's why I don't play pop. One of many reasons. <laughs> I want everyone to go back and watch that set that between Hbox and Leffen at LSI because I swear, if you watch the first like couple games, he's so afraid to rest. <laughs> mm. He's just he's like it doesn't work. They they put me on a bad <laughs> ISO. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Um, Steven, yeah, what do, what do you think about Scuff World Tour? Do you have any thoughts on this? Um, I have, uh, I'm going to be a, a little bit of a, a, the slightest Debbie Downer. Cause oh. I'm just the slightest, oh. and this isn't directed at Ludwig or anything. And I hope no one here. No, this it should be. That we, we've not. spent a lot yeah, of time buttering him up. Yeah. Ludwig, you're not. No. So <laughs> please don't interpret this as me saying that Ludwig like isn't doing enough, but as like, a top 50 ish player. <laughs> I, I feel for my fellow people in that range. And you can so just like, say top 15, dude. You don't have to like lie. Cool. <laughs> you're, I know. I know what you think. Like every time you say it, you're like a top 50 <sighs> ish player. It's like, it's cool to say, just say 15. It's cool. We're all friends here. You're, um, well, you're, you're tied for 51st currently. 
True. Uh, what an honor. Although, no, but like, well, anyway, top 20 player. By it. As a top 20 good. player, what is your opinion, Steven? As a top 20 player. No, my opinion is like, I feel really, really bad for like the people who qualified yeah. and don't have as many, like maybe they don't have as many opportunities to compete as like the super tippity top players because maybe their sponsors aren't as good or they don't have sponsors at all. Like I feel bad for like the B batses and like, like spark <laughs> Avery. I'm like, I don't know. I'm sad that they don't get a tournament at the end of the year. And like, I know for someone like B bats or spark, like qualifying. Oh, I did see those tweets. Yeah. Like, um, like spark like, had to like reverse three Oh someone at apex to get, like one more point or something to qualify, and Bbats like traveled to Europe to qualify. Yeah, and and I'm not saying like Ludwig has to invite everyone because what he's doing is already way more than what than is what it's expected of him, which is nothing. So like, I'm not throwing shade at anyone, but I there is part of me that's like, damn, I feel bad for like Zayden. I mean, that's the thing is everybody got body. Yeah, like, no, for sure. And Lud is like he has a lifeboat. And he's like, yeah. all right, you, 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 and you, you get on the boat. And I'm like, man, I'm on the boat too. Let's go. Everything is fine and dandy. And you're like, some people aren't on the boat. I'm like, that's unfortunate for the fight. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't but expect it's, anything. It's like we were all going to drown before. So Lud, Lud got a lifeboat with a few people. He's just trying to salvage anything he can. The, the real damage has been done. Like there's no way to recoup the damage, you know? No, absolutely. It's kind of like the, 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 like the dinner after the funeral. Sometimes it's kind of fire but like doesn't fix the problem mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry yeah, I, just, that, I, just thought, I was like that analogy definitely works and i said it, and I was like, oh, i'm on a podcast i'm not just hanging out with steven right now <laughs> no you're good I'm, I'm laughing i just uh i just went to a a funeral luncheon this past week and some guy was i was messaging edwin about this some guy was telling me about he's like eli manning's better than peyton manning and i'm like okay whatever and then he he also says He's like, yeah, they won't let me on Facebook because I, because uh, I'm too political. All oh, you do is, no! All you do is you, you question one election and suddenly oh, kick no. off. So I'm that's too a, political. That's apparently what happens at at the post funeral dinners where I'm at. I guess. <laughs> what was he doing on January sixth? That's my question. Dude, I love that meme. We should have figured it out. Does Does he know elite GSP? You got maybe that's too. Uh, you guys, there's a the ultimate guy. Some ultimate guy ran an account about like oh. the, yeah, the elite GSP, and apparently he uh, he, he sent a picture of himself. He tweeted it out. He's like on the bus to DC, uh, and it was like January fifth that he did that. But uh, I guess we don't need to to harp on this. What were we saying? Yes, Stephen, you're right. There's a lot of people affected by this, and the thing is that it goes so deep is because. A lot of people only went to specific tournaments to go to Smash World Tour, right? It's not even just like, oh, this person can't go to Smash World Tour now. It's that, no, this person traveled here, here, and here uh, because they wanted Smash World Tour points, right? Like, Wizzy went to Mexico so he could get a Panda Cup spot uh, spot and get some points for Smash World Tour. Uh, and and while he obviously was was not having you know the best health year of his life, and he did that for nothing, right? He doesn't get to go to either. Um, so yeah, it's it's just like a shitty situation overall. I, I agree on that, and I would love if there's something in the future that is is able to kind of showcase 
the talent more. I don't know if that's something that can even happen. But yeah, for right now, it's it's cool to see some people. I think that's what we have to take away from this is that like, you know, even if Riken and Ingen go O2, it's like cool that they're there and get to play friendlies. I know they um, definitely prefer to go. True. Be there. Like they definitely want that. <laughs> I know Chape is going to go as uh, just someone hanging out and playing friendlies, which is great. But yeah, I mean, like people literally were like canceling their trips. And I know um, uh, like Frenzy and Prof flew back to England, even though they they had like flights booked for um, the end of, you know, Panda Cup, basically. Uh, It's just like that's a shitty situation overall. I'm I'm happy that we have this here. Uh, But yeah, let's let's talk about this, I guess, as what it means as like instead of what it means as an event, what it is as an event, um, which is kind of what we were talking about. It's like a last ditch effort for any, any people to move up in the rankings. It's, it's like the, maybe not, especially without Zane, maybe it's not the perfect uh, end of the year thing, but I think it's still something that could change people's minds. Um, so who do we like, who do we think is going to end up uh, taking home the medal? We've got mango here. We've got Cody Shep. You can say yourself. I think you should say yourself. I think it'd be weird if you didn't, <laughs> No, nah, because the truth is, I've been just boxing. Like, True. I, okay. I, I haven't been playing Manny for three months. I am going to that tournament as like a victory lap. Like, okay. I'm just going to chill out, have a good time. I really feel privileged to have gone. Like, I'll do my best, but I'm not showing up to win. Like, I have, if you look at the hours from like the last three months, it's not pretty. Like, that's just how it is. Like, um, I think Mango is probably the best right now, but uh, I also I stopped caring about like ranking stuff like entirely. So. The only thing I, the only time I, I care about rankings is it's really fun to be mad when they rank me. But other than that, I don't actually like pay any attention. Like, I think I'm going to be like 14 or something this year. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I get to just like, I just get, it's like a holiday. Like, I get to come up with some joke about like how I'm going to like hunt down the panelists. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, like, what's that? Like, the hardest hunt or something like that one short stories. It'll be sick. Yeah. Chef, my favorite thing that I've ever seen you do is like when you put, top 10 skill in your bio oh i mean when yeah that's still, like 12 or whatever that's still there and i deserve 10th that time and i'm still top 10 <laughs> skill the thing is the thing is you know nobody really disputes it that much some people I, randomly I, dispute it but like if you're really good at the game there's not that much to dispute there like that's just how it is like <laughs> edwin edwin what do you think because <laughs> the thing is is the statistics people they're ranking performance not skill and True. I never well, said yeah. I was top. I never said True. I was top ten in performance. I said I'm top ten in skill. And I picked up a second character and took him to top ten, like ish. So like I, nobody can say anything. That's just it. That's in my bio forever until it's top five skill. All I'll say is that look at the seating that you got at the only 2020 events of the year. That's top oh, ten seating. I was seated like seventh. Yeah, I'm not even no. I, I'm not even kidding. Like I was yeah. definitely seated in top ten at the beginning of 2020, and I'm getting and I was getting close here until the boxing thing came up. Like if you look at my year until the boxing was announced, getting pretty good. Double down, getting kind of up there. And I had to you know, fight for three months, so it's a little different. Are we still keeping top ten in skill? What do you mean? Is that staying in the bio? I mean that hasn't. That hasn't changed, right? Like, okay. <laughs> like at all. Like, I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> Edwin, you've been quiet about this. Yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, I, I think that the whole. Uh, and he remains quiet. Yeah, top, top ten. <laughs> skill, if you ask him I think his camera froze or something. 
Wait, is he talking? <laughs> Hello? All right, now. <laughs> like, he's just totally, he's totally frozen for me. Oh, he's moving for me. Like, Edward, assert yourself. I can see him in the bottom right. He's like frozen. <laughs> you assert myself. It's how you, you rank you rank people based off of how they Wait, perform can you guys in the year. It's like a report card. It's not meant to be a subjective oh, assessment and like overall skill, right? It's like we we go to tournaments and we evaluate results because it's good for a content ecosystem and uh, and people like knowing where their performances stand, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, now tell Shep, is he top ten in skill? <laughs> <laughs> his opinion on that. His opinion uh, on yeah, that. Sure, I, I had Shep ten on my ballot. His opinion on that is kind of irrelevant. So yeah, why, why not? Sure, let's, let's put him in there. I feel like this 10. is such a good concept idea of making, like, remaking the top fifty or whatever, but just your opinion on their skill. Because I'm putting like Plup on one at mine. Going like Plup Mango Zane. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude. After the, after the, I know oh, it was just like an exhibition, two, but the twenty-five or two thing is so goddamn funny. Oh my god, dude! I was so happy when that happened because I've always thought Plup was the best player. But people, if you look at his results, clearly his results are not close to one. I can't. But now I can point at that. Mango. You're actually insane. <laughs> Maybe he might be two. You're literally insane. Plup's top three <laughs> easy. I think. I think it's a. Uh... Like definitely Mango Zane tier, then Hbox, then Cody Plup. Like Cody Plup Omsa. I think I think Omsa is probably or... it's, it's probably closer to Mango Zane in tier one, and then Omsa Hbox in tier two, and then uh, Cody Plup in tier three. That's that's my opinion, but that's just based on like overall skill and not on performance. Ooh. I mean, hey, there's a there's an opening here, right? You know, PG is not around anymore. <laughs> you could come out with skill rank. <laughs> and the thing is, I think everybody's just really obsessed with the with the rankings and stuff, and like the skill. I, I think at top five level, it's really really important. Like those guys, mm-hmm. like when you get top five, uh, I think it becomes extremely important what you're ranked. The difference between being ranked number two in the world and number four in the world is massive. And I think most other people probably shouldn't care that much. Um, like I don't know, it's just kind of it's kind of funny. Everyone's like, "Oh, I'm ranked like 63." It's like, "Oh, you mean you lost every time you had like a relevant?" Dude, I game? really should have been 49. <laughs> like I just like I just don't I just don't see the like the appeal of it. Like I think Leffen Hbox. Oh, I, I forgot about Leffen. I think Leffen's in um, Leffen is, but Levin's also Levin, in my Levin, Levin's in like the Hbox uh, Omsa tier, but he's probably in some ways better than Zane. But I still think Mango's definitely the best player. Maybe. Is he winning but, this event? Is he winning Scuffed World Tour, do you it think? Shi- it shifts all the yeah. time, to be honest. That's the thing with the top five in skill. It's just different all the time. <clears throat> True. What about, okay, here, going into Scuffed World Tour, you call Mango the best player, right? Yeah, I mean, Zane's not there. Mango's definitely the best player there. So you, do you think he's going to win this one? Dude, I don't know. He's the best player there. Who knows? <laughs> Performance is like rolling the dice. Like, make a guess. Make an educated guess. Yeah, he has a higher probability of winning the event than, than people worse than him. There's Mango no is one hundred percent winning. Scuffle yeah, like, like, why would you even say that? 
<laughs> I will Sorry. bet my life on so, it right now. I was in such a good mood, and then somebody was like, Edmund, do you think Shep's really top ten in skill? And now I'm in like <laughs> and now I'm in like gun mode. Like I'm just like, who wants it? Like who wants it? Like who who's you're all bad? Like like I have that you set me up. I'm sorry. How do I how do I set you back on? No, you're good. I'm chilling. <laughs> you want to talk about the pork chops again? No, those were fire though. I might get another one after after the call. <laughs> They're like thin and crispy on the outside. Oh, oh. Are they just the, right amount, just the right amount of fat? Oh. Did you have to? Oh my god, we keep going back to boxing. Yeah, that's fine. Did you? <laughs> I'm sure you had to to keep away from a lot of stuff while dieting, right? No. Or were you bulking? No, I was dieting, or I I should say I was losing weight. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't have a particularly strict diet. I just make sure I get my protein for the day, and I make sure I don't eat too little carbs because that's the issue. Is I mm-hmm. usually just get the protein out of the way, but I start to I start to feel like the little like the, the drainage from like you, you, not drainage but like you 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 feel like. There's like a certain feeling when you need protein and a certain feeling when you need carbs. And I just would pay a lot of attention to that and kind of just like when I could feel I needed carbs, I eat a little carbs. When I get tiny protein, I would eat my protein like on a schedule and then just like fill in the carbs however I wanted. Uh, I did not eat like the only thing that I, that I wouldn't let myself eat was like like no ice cream because like stuff like that is just like yeah. you're just going to like, oh, like you're about to go to bed, 500 more calories. And it's like, nah. So I tried to be on like roughly like. 300 calorie deficit probably 200 and i was mostly just like uh reaching that by making sure i ate at about i was eating at about what my normal maintenance would be making sure i wasn't eating too much and then adding in like an extra hour or so of cardio every every time i worked out or most days so i was able to drop the weight really really easily i went from 183 to 165 in like a couple months like without almost any effort so yeah was there anything that you like any food or anything that you found yourself gravitating towards after the the fight stopped um well i mean after i knew i was gonna make way and i had some ice cream like a couple nights before the event nice but uh it's just like the stuff that's like gratuitous for no reason like cheesecake and like ice cream and like the things that are just like crazy crazy fatty and stuff like that those just like those fill up your calories so fast if you're trying to lose weight. But you know that if you're like, you can, I can just feel it. I'm like, oh, I'm like negative 300 calories today or something. And it's really easy when you know you need to like lose the weight to just not fill up the 300 with ice cream. Like just go to bed, you know? Mm. <laughs> ice cream or like whatever. It's just any sort of like yeah, super yeah, yeah. duper junk food I avoided. But I also yes. like, I don't know, like my family would have like, like a birthday cake or something. I'll eat a piece of cake. It's just a small cake and I won't have seconds. And, mm-hmm. you know, I won't like eat the leftover cake that's in the fridge the next day or stuff, stuff like that. Like I just made like small adjustments. Uh, I heard people saying like, oh, it's been like months since I had like things I like. Like it's been three months since I had like a beer or something sweet or something like that. And I think that is taking it too seriously weight loss can be traumatic for your like weight loss and dieting can be kind of traumatic for your nervous system i think you got to like take it slow you don't want to like try to go too ham and there was a point where i got down to like 170 and i started feeling not as good uh because like i had gone down like 15 close to 15 pounds in like a short period and so i just like hovered around 170 for like another three weeks and then i went down to 165 so I think it's good to take it chill. Josh Mann was seen a dietitian and he was on like 
stupid deficit. He was on like 1,500 calories a day or like less and doing boxing. And so he was losing crazy weight. But wow. he, he told me he thinks that that's what made him so brittle and he got his arm broken was because he was cutting too hard. And I, I think that's it's something that people need to realize. You can't just starve yourself to lose weight. Like I know he was seeing a dietitian, but I, I still think that's too extreme. Uh, I think you got to like chill out with it a little bit. Edwin, now that uh, we made fiction happy, who's winning uh, Scuffed World Tour? We've distracted uh, him. Let's go with Amsa. Why not? I'll pick Amsa sure. too. Why not? That's, it sounds like a fun pick, right? You just say Amsa. I um, like when Amsa wins. I didn't expect that we were going to get two this year, right? That we were going to get what? That's crazy. Two, two of them. I Oh, yeah. I didn't really expect one, but I definitely didn't expect two. You just did it again. Once you get one, everything changes. That's how everything in Melee is. It's all about getting your, your foot in the door on the level above you, like literally, and then you just like normalize to that level. You start seeing yourself at that level, acclimate to that level. Every top player will, will agree with that, I think. So Amsa getting his foot in the door that I can win a super major, that really opens the door to him being able to potentially win any sort of super major. Same thing happened with Cody when he finally won like Summit yeah. and stuff like that. That's just how it works. It's just like a. It's just true. The truth. Even on like a lower level, I remember the first time I like when I was number two in Oregon. The first time I ever beat like the best player. After that one time I beat him, it was just like over. <laughs> yep. No, it happens at all levels. Definitely, it's just the slow. Like you have to just get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. So we got two mangoes, two Omsas. Uh Yeah, I would. I, I would like if Omsa won. Oh yeah, same. I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter, right? Like, we've we've had majors where we talked about it in more depth. I don't think anyone's viewing Scuffed World Tour as, like, Genesis or Big House or anything, right? When it, oh! We're kind of just... Sorry, it's insane combo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I just pulled up Clint's stream for one second. He just did the craziest combo I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, it's very cute that even after punching him in the face, you're still watching his stream. Hey, we were hang- we were hanging out after the fight. Like I went back to my suite and he was in the suite next to me and we were just hanging out, talking with, hanging out with two saint and watching the matches and stuff like that. Like me and Kalindi were really, really cool. Like a fight is not going to, is not going to, sh- if anything, the fight brought us closer. Yeah. Aww. I think, I mean, we, we saw the pics of, um, Toph and hugs afterwards. Yeah. I think that's really cool to see that. on. It, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's a bonding thing. Maybe I if there's anyone like really in you want to get close to, just ask them if they want to box. <laughs> I feel like if they're already your friend, you, it'll definitely because you're you're like training with them, like you know you're suffering, like they're suffering. You know you're training really hard, and then you give it your all, and you know that's like an experience you had together, even if like the result is one way or the other. So I don't think it would have changed how we like our friendship either way. Hey, you know we're we're talking about boxing. Let's um let's move on to the, to patron questions because we actually have stuff that are pretty related to that. So. I'm going to start first. We've got a uh, oh, first off. I want to say, I know I talked about this before the show started. Uh, we do this little thing where we say, oh, the questions were really bad this week. You guys actually made bad questions. This You gave us a lot of questions. They were bad. It was it was like uh, we, we talked about before the show. Like um, it was a lot about like fiction fighting, but it was like somehow like bad questions about it. It was like, yeah, how did it feel to know that you uh, could get injured? <laughs> it's like. I mean, I'm, I'm down to answer. answer. I'm down to answer any questions. 
We've got questions here. I, we've got some picked out. The first one's from Cliche. Oh, uh, rank cliche? Um, rank number what, Edwin? 25. So, Cal. Uh, 26. I, I think it's 26. I think it's 26. It was, 26. I think it's 26. But... Wow. Rob. No, it was 26. Top 25 in skill, though. So. <laughs> uh, cliche asks, now that the boxing match is over, will you accept Zach Ferris' challenge to a game of skate? Yeah. No, I just I I would have I wanted to skateboard a bunch before the match, mm-hmm. uh, but I feel like I owed it to myself and Lud and Kalindi and like the whole event to not in- do things that could injure myself. <laughs> how uh, do you want to do you want to talk to the audience about how much you've been skating? Because uh, I don't think people know about the. Uh, I mean, I don't like, I don't I don't really skate anymore. I skated for maybe an hour at a Verdugo. Like There's like YouTube ago. tutorial videos you made on like Olive, yeah no right? but I used I used to for like about a year and a half I skated obsessively like all my skating tricks and videos you've seen are all from a year and a half of skating I literally just did it every waking moment for like a year and a half and then I realized after the year and a half that all my friends who I had started with had quit and I kind of didn't enjoy it anymore uh, and I got into brawl at like right after that. <laughs> oh, no. like literally like I was kind of getting tired of skating looking for something new and then brawl came out. Um, but I still like it. And I think there was, I was having like, some ankle issues during quarantine. So I was like a little worried about my ankles, but after all this training, my ankles feel nice and strong and stuff. So I wouldn't mind skating at all. Um, hanging out with people at Verdugo and stuff like that. I would need to get some shoes for it again. I used to have my, my old shoes used to be all taped up like everywhere, just from, from skateboarding. Like you rub them against the grip tape when you do tricks and it just destroys the shoes. Maybe we'll see if if uh, Lud will do skate boxing or something. <laughs> I would if he does like skate like skate trick boxing. I would literally like obliterate pretty much anyone. Like I was nasty at game skate, <laughs> and if All I right. actually trained again, it'd be unfair. All right, Zach like, if I if I if I trained, I I doubt there's a person in Smash that could like consistently beat me at uh, skate if I trained for like three months or something. On Let's flatlands, flatland skate. I'm talking about no. Let's uh, see it happen. Uh, Tos out there, if you want to make a stream content around fiction skating, hit them up. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Especially if you have a ton of pay, money, like Ludwig. Pay for his flight. <laughs> pay for his flight, and he'll he'll do uh, however many ollies you need. Um, Edwin, you've got a question as well, right? Yep, this one is from SSB Seal. Fiction, how does being front of the crowd for boxing compare to that of a melee tournament? The exact same. Really? It's the exact same. I, I've i got to be honest, the crowd didn't bother me at all. It felt completely unusual. This is my job. So, like, this is what I do every week. I go in front of people. I go in front of crowds. Uh, the crowd... If anything, I just feed off of it. It does. It didn't feel weird at all. It felt exactly like melee. Like you get hit and you hear like the crowd during the melee match. You know, or you you start hitting your combo and you hear like oh oh oh, and you extend the combo and you hear the yelling more. It's the same thing in boxing. Like it's exactly the same. So for me, it's just if anything, I think um, having no crowd would be a lot harder for me. Mm. I think having the crowd makes it a lot easier. Interesting. Uh, and Fat Goku, uh, we didn't announce you, so we had no one ask you any questions. 
Is there any question that you'd like to come up with and answer yourself? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. You can give yourself a softball or you can give yourself if you, a really if you tough had one. if you had to lead one country on earth. <laughs> you had to. Which country? Like I'm like the president or equivalent. Okay. Ooh. And you can choose a dictatorship country if you want to be a dictator. And then you choose a democracy if you want to be, like, more of a president. So I'm either thinking, like, I choose the U.S. so that... Because, like, I don't know. all Like, most of the people I love live in the U.S. Mm. And I think I would be a sick president. Or, like, the other one is, like, I could just choose, like, Russia. Because, like, they got some shit going down. I don't really agree with Putin. And, like, I think I could do a better job, personally. Um... Dude, fuck it. I'll go with Russia. You go okay. Russia. I think they'd accept me there. I, you know. Oh. Well, I mean, you're their leader. I hope they do. Exactly. I mean, it is kind of a sick answer just because I didn't expect it. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out to be a crazy question. So are you Russia? Are you, wait, are you doing this to like turn around all the stuff that's happening? Wait, wait or is it what? just like? What's your reasoning? Walk me through this. Wait, turn on what stuff? Oh, you yeah. Like, no, are you I, doing it because of the war, or just because yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, I really want yeah, to like, I just you know, love like, Russia. Like, yeah, I disagree <laughs> with the war. If I was the leader of Russia, there would not be a war in Ukraine. Okay, so, okay. Wow. And you know, there's probably other like I don't know everything going on down there. But <laughs> what if you went down in history books as like the guy who caused the downfall of Russia, <laughs> like, <laughs> like 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 Russia, like like Russia just ends up as like New Finland. <laughs> <laughs> Like all their I, worst nightmares come true. Russia's dude, dead. Dude, I go there. To how stop would you react? What would, like you write a book about your life? Like, what's your perspective? Would you say like I tried my best? Would you say like they deserved it? Like, what do you think? Well, I mean, I I just I don't know the context of what happened. Like, maybe you know, maybe I maybe I feel like I did a really good job, but everyone else around me fucked up. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, do no, think I it'd mean be that funny. is classic like leader syndrome. So. <laughs> I become the leader of Russia to stop like the Ukraine war, and then I end up causing World War Three because of yeah. other ineptitudes I have. Dude, imagine your smiling face in every history book, as, like <laughs> it says World War Three, and it just has the first picture is you like, <laughs> like, like it's me and you on the cliff. Yeah, like at a freaking yeah on the cliff with me, like, <laughs> like I'm on the run. No associate. <laughs> Of dictator right. Calopi. Right, How do you pronounce your last name? Uh, Calopi. Would you rather be seven five or six five? Height-wise? Oh, six six five, easy. Seven, seven five, five is five. just that's ooh yeah no seven five is like too tall. But I mean, you could like you could just intimidate people with your very presence. But like, I you could still intimidate people You're at six five. five. Seven five, you can intimidate the six fivers though. True, I can intimidate like <laughs> how many of them? Are? I don't know. Well, it depends on how many other people are are you know given this proposal. Nah, it's just right? him. Got, it's just him. I think okay. just him. I think when you're that tall, it's like actually really really unhealthy, and you like. I guess maybe maybe I'm thinking more like eight five. But even okay, seven how five. About, like, how about, okay, how about six NBA. feet tall or seven feet tall? Okay, ooh, take seven. Can I choose I feel... to be born like? Do I get to relive my life or do I just grow? You just you you grow right now. Okay, probably six feet. If I could choose to start at seven feet, though, you would I'd go be with an that? NBA. Why player. is that? Why is that? Because I, I at seven feet, like if I wanted to be an NBA player, 
if I, you know, grew up as a tall person, not now. Okay, not, wait. You know, one more perfect question. <laughs> okay, would you rather have like comically large feet or comically small feet? Oh. I think comically large. Because yeah, I, I go with comically large. Yeah, I feel like it's got to be good. It's got to be good. Yeah, for screen, I don't. Right? I feel like it would mess up my balance. You guys ever seen that episode of um, The Proud Family? No. <laughs> you guys ever watch that? Oh my god, that's what a throwback. That's a callback. I can't say. Oh, I'm sorry. It came out more than ten years ago. Oh no! Like it's basically just the dinosaurs. Like <laughs> nobody, nobody watched Proud Family. Fine. I watched it when it came out. Okay, yeah. explain to me this episode. They had really there was an episode, episode where La Cienega was, you know, <laughs> she was she was embarrassed about her feet and she had giant feet, but they made her go to swimmer. That could be Steven. Yeah. Oh weird. my god. I don't think they True. make that episode anymore. I think the world is. No, nah, that episode was sick. No, that episode was actually amazing. <laughs> no, it was it was great. She had well, to learn to be question, proud Chef. of her flipper feet. Yeah, Shep, you had, you had good questions. Something that maybe are patrons. Better <laughs> than the Patreons. Mm, true. Yeah. <laughs> I just know what type of questions Steven needs to be asked. <laughs> like, would you hunt an elk or a buffalo? Like, given the choice. If you had if you had to live in a region where, like, one of them was your primary <laughs> food source. <laughs> Dude, I think buffalo, that just sounds more, like, manly. It sounds more prideful. Mm, okay. Mm. Okay, let's say you have to. You it have sounds to like disappointed. Okay, well, let's say you hunt the manly buffalo. To you, you hunt the buffalo with a rifle, but you hunt the elk with a bow and arrow. Is it? Is, is, oh, is, then the elk easy. Yeah, elk. Oh okay, okay, that's yeah. so much. That's, cool. a, that's the Stephen I know. That's the Stephen. <laughs> you know about that thing where sometimes, like the elk, like uh, they eat. I mean, maybe I shouldn't talk about it. Never mind. <laughs> it bas- basically just the elk. They eat like they eat some stuff, and then and then their pee is like psychedelic. Oh, oh. Yeah. kind of crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I was, like, I was like, wait a minute. I shouldn't. I should probably not <laughs> go off on that direction. It'd be a sick uh, podcast, though. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, who knows? Maybe the next episode. <laughs> yeah. We'll, next episode we'll, of waiting for game. Like we'll we're just stalk, we're just the, like uh, stalking an elk for like six hours. <laughs> you're watching it drink water. You're like, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> all right sorry continue the podcast <laughs> well i was about to say we're already a little off topic anyway so we might as well um do the the last segment of the night which is uh of course known to fans as touching grass but uh, officially unnamed this is the segment where we talk about stuff that goes on in our lives that is not melee related because a lot of the time people only talk about melee and we, we're a lot more than that um so we've been talking a lot about elk pee and and well a lot about boxing. So I'm not sure how much more there is that's not Smash related, but um, let's let's see. You know, let's see what we've been up to um, recently. So I will go first, uh, and I will. Um, I'm probably going to pick a boring answer. I think we usually come on here and we talk about what TV shows we've just watched, and uh, I did watch. I God, I watched Ted Lasso because I saw it on the plane. Uh, and I watched White Lotus so I could talk to my sister about it. But really, if I'm being honest, the thing that, that has been uh, most prominent in my life recently has been uh, the Australian children's show Bluey. Uh, at main stage, my, uh, my good friends and I, we 
We ate uh, a cookie given to us by a trusted member of the community. Uh, and we all felt a little silly afterwards. And uh, we were flipping through the TV channels and, and Bluey came on. We watched probably two hours of it just transfixed. Uh, and I know a lot of people were very annoyed by the talk of uh, the people who weren't in the room at the time were very annoyed by all the talk in the discord the next day about Bluey. And uh, that next week I went to my cousin's daughter's first birthday party and it was bluey themed <laughs> so bluey has been a very you just pervasive show up subject like, yo let's go i love that guy well it's yeah. a girl but I, I love her there's like a bluey like dress up you're like is that bluey you like tackle the guy <laughs> bluey has been a very pervasive subject in my life the past week and uh i, I i've been seeing a lot of bluey fans i will say they reveal themselves in melee. They don't. They don't talk about it. But then you bring it up. And they're like, "I love Bluey too." I'm so glad we can talk about this. Uh, Edwin, you were in that hotel room. I know. Yeah, you I was. Were entertained I, by I Bluey. I had a blast watching Bluey. I think it was really fun. Uh, I I remember a lot of it. Uh, I remember all all the people who were there. I was having a great time. Um, it was kind of hard to focus on like the specific plot of the show, but I remember the the colors particularly well. The uh, music. <laughs> And uh, the vibes were just generally incredible. It was it was like a journey. I think that's a that's what I would say about it. It was it was interesting to watch. And good colors. Going on. Okay. Good. Good. Good review. Uh, what have you been up to recently, Edwin? <laughs> I've been. Uh, I'm gonna do the really lame thing and bring up another podcast that I've been listening to <laughs> for cool. my for my non melee topic. I've been listening to Blowback Pod. I've, I've uh, put it back. I put it off for a bit. I've been recommended it uh, so many times, but the the latest season is all about the Korean War, and wow, uh, it's a it, it's a lot. Uh, shocker to the audience of the show, and uh, most likely the <laughs> Edwin Bunning comes out as against the Korean War. <laughs> no, I mean it's just like uh, wait, man, no. <laughs> America America kind of sucks sometimes. <laughs> like. like uh, yeah, one of the one of one of the uh, people that it like reviews is a uh, general uh, Douglas MacArthur, who is like a World War Two uh, like he was a he was a World War Two like commander or whatever. And he was like pretty revered, but like he was just like obsessed with the Korean War and wanted to like escalate it into a final like nuclear showdown with China or whatever. And it's just like this guy was like an unhinged lunatic. Oh my! At one point, like he was a he was like reportedly thinking about like, or he was trying to convince other people that like dropping thirty atomic bombs on the was was like the play during the war. And that's just I like I feel like that's what Stephen would be doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah Steven, just you like, talked about running Russia. <laughs> like, <laughs> is this your plan? Thirty, okay, just thirty at once. <laughs> yeah, thirty. Not, not like one, two, not like five, 30. Like, oh my God. <laughs> they say, they say dream big. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's an insane, uh, listen, I, I'm going to probably listen to the first two seasons once I'm done with the last episode, but yeah, it's been a journey to listen to. Great. And we, we can, you know, for sure say, are you pro or, or against the Korean war? I don't know if there's like a pro or, but I, I'm against all the things that they describe. Okay. The, You're saying the, we should the bring the troops home from Korea. <laughs> <laughs> we need to end it right now. Yeah, I, I just I sense that you're a little hesitant I got to, to say that you're against the I got Korean to say, War. 
<laughs> I just don't know like what I don't know how to interpret it. I'm, I'm kind of like still. <laughs> I'm kind of still. Now, see, this like, is the, this is the difference. Of, uh, learning, but yeah, like, I don't think it's a good idea to be like an imperial oppressor in other other countries. No, this is this is the difference that, between like education and not like because if you're like if you don't know anything and you just kind of heard about stuff, I'm just like, yeah, of course I'm against it. But then he's been like watching documentaries and stuff, and he's just like, I don't know, man. There are complex sociopolitical and historical factors affecting both sides. Like, yeah, like what happens when you start learning stuff. Well, how about you, Shep? I know you've been very busy these past. Yeah, couple I weeks. mean, I've been I've been doing a lot of work coding my game. I got the multiplayer done. Yeah. I got the the online level server stuff done. I've got like quick play. I've got direct connect. I've got all kinds of stuff finally working, uh, integrated with Steam and stuff like that. So closed beta c- nice. coming out within the next couple weeks for sure. I keep like saying it's gonna be out, and then I keep being like, well. Might as well just add this feature because when I put it out, people are going to ask for this feature anyway. And now I kind of been through that. And so I'm like, all right, it's going to get a closed beta out on Steam pretty soon. People hopefully fix a ton of bugs for me or like find them at least. Not fix them, I'll fix them, but they'll find them. And then, um, yeah, hopefully I can get like an early access release with like everybody can hop on and play each other in multiplayer and stuff as soon as possible. So that's my real grind. Even during the boxing stuff, I was still doing like six hour days a lot of times or more even on like my busiest days with coding. So I've, I've kept up with it quite a bit and uh, really excited. That's that's still been like my main life project. Like everybody's like, oh, you've been busy with Smash and boxing. It's like, dude, like the whole time it's just been game wow. dev. Like it's been well, game John- dev since most people I know in Smash have even like known me. So it's like, I'm really excited to get that out and uh, get that moving. Well, drop the name. I know it's gone through a couple. I know yeah, the current name, and I'm pretty sure it's finalized, but it's called Kinetic Break All Limits. So Ooh. Kinetic is the main oh, title, man. and Break All Limits is the secondary title. We have a good, like, uh, we have a sick logo and everything for it already. So, And I, I think it fits the game. I'm happy with it. It's not violating any copyright. Like, name copyright for games and stuff is actually really gross and bad. So it's just the society we live in, but... Name doesn't really matter to me. I know that the quality of the game will speak for itself, and the people will just get used to the name being whatever it is. So I'm glad I found a pretty good name, and I think that's where we're we're settling with it. All right, Kinetic Break All Limits. People can check it out, I guess, whenever it comes out. Steven, what have you been up to? <laughs> Recently, outside of, like, Melee and gaming and stuff, I've um I've just been trying to, like, be a bit more of a healthy person. Let's uh, go, Steven. And trying to go on like about a one hour walk every day, nice. which, which, oh my God, it just helps so much. Like one, it's just healthy, like physically, but also mentally. Dude, Kalindi so calls those better. mental health walks. Like yeah, the, no, every, we, the everyday, about- like chill walk is so real. Dude, it is. If, if anyone in chat, I don't know, anyone listening, just like go on a walk if you can, if you like have access to that. Um, been trying to eat a little bit better. Been trying to eat less like funny cookies that make bluey uh more enjoyable (laughs) um trying to cook a lot more eat less fast food that's like that's kind of the main thing going on in my life other than you know been been grinding melee a bit too like league of legends but league of legends goes against the other thing of being (laughs) mentally healthy so so i don't want to talk about league of legends right now but yeah like league of legends (laughs) and melee ranked mode it's all about the mental health this month (laughs) (laughs) focusing on my well-being self-care 
Well, that sounds like you're having fun. And I want to say Bluey's good. Funny <laughs> cookies or not. That's all I'm saying. You don't have to have a funny cookie to enjoy the wonderful gem that they have over there in Australia. Um, See, I, use, I use the funny gummy bears, not the funny cookies. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'll take whatever funny thing you've got. I just, That's I true. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're not buying it, then yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, beggars can't be choosers. Um, well, how about both of you? Where can people find you if they uh, want to follow you on Twitter or Twitch or anything like that? Fiction. Uh, and, Fiction and, you know, IRL on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't find me. I'll find you. You don't need to follow me. You'll, you'll see all my tweets against your will. It's okay. <laughs> Just accept it. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Stephen? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FatGoku64, all one word, no underspaces or any underscores or anything. Um, Twitch just slash FatGoku. I streamed. Uh, I streamed the first day Ranked came out. I yeah. I think I'll start streaming a little bit more. So if you uh, want to watch my stream, that'd be dope. <laughs> that's Nick. He's a very what's, good streamer. What's oh, the dope. status on Twitter slash FatGoku? Who's holding that one? Uh, oh, oh my God! It's some guy who hasn't tweeted in like eight years, and he has ten <laughs> followers. And like, I think his, Dude, I think his profile yeah. says he's from China, but Elon I've, might be freeing those up. <laughs> Dude, Elon, if you're listening, hit me up. Give me the fat Goku <laughs> at. And we Dude, do you, think that Elon is listening. Can you imagine that? I tried to make. <laughs> I tried Elon to make a freaking Instagram <laughs> profile and like fiction IRL taken, fiction underscore IRL taken, and they're all just like two follower accounts who posted one picture of a tree in like 2015. Yep. That's and, like, classic. And they're just like, yeah, man, I got it forever. It's like, no way. It's just <laughs> not fair. Who takes fiction IRL? Who? Who takes Fat Goku? True. How many Fat Gokus are there in the world? It'd be sick if you could just like go to their house. <laughs> Dude, I should box them for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it'd be just sick. Like, like you just show up outside their front door. Hi. So, um, did you make a Twitter account eight <laughs> years ago with the name Fat Goku? And like, who wants to know? Like, <laughs> Fat Goku does. Yeah, Fat Goku wants to know. Who do you think you are? I am the real Fat Goku. Sends his regards. <laughs> <laughs> Elon, make it happen. <laughs> let's I, I, let's you know, set I have, up a I boxing have, match. I have the word Elon muted on Twitter. Yeah, it's great. You absolutely have to to make Twitter. I've had it muted for like a while since before I did me that on with Twitter. West. Just because people are just like, what should I tweet about today? Elon Musk bought Twitter, didn't he? Like, Elon Musk bought Twitter, and he's not doing a good job. And it's like, yeah, like yeah, those are your thoughts, huh? It's all you got. Like, I don't know, it bothers me. So I just muted it. Uh, I, I don't think I've muted any words. So I've just been getting them all in. And uh, oh, you know, here if you wanna, if you wanna get melee stats tweets, don't mute any words because I feel like we're probably tweeting out every word. Um, you can follow uh, melee stats on Twitter, melee stats pod. We're gonna have our daily results reporting over there. We're gonna have links to our articles on meleestats.co such as uh, Monday Morning Marth and Wednesday Melee. Um, or you can watch these videos live, twitch.tv slash Melee Stats, or Melee Stats on YouTube. You can find our long-form content there. 
and our uh, episodes of the show and uh, you know some sets that we've recorded and stuff like that some extras those are gonna be on the melee stats archive on youtube and uh meleestats.co slash shop if you want to wear any of our merch and if you love everything we do and you just want to support us patreon.com slash meleestats thank you two so much for being on it's been a very fun show I know that this was, we were supposed to have you uh, a couple weeks ago, and then the world, you know, the sky fell, and the world uh, went all upside down, but uh, I appreciate you guys making time for this. Yeah, of course, glad I could be on, and it was cool to do it before the boxing, boxing, and it's even cooler to do it after, so. I agree, I'm glad that, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not glad that what happened happened to make us kick you guys <laughs> but i'm yeah. very happy to be able to talk to you about it afterwards because i think it uh, ended up being a very fun episode glad to hear all of your stuff um and yeah thanks for being on and uh edwin what do you think is this the last episode of 2022 let's see where we are in like Put two you on weeks the spot, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> okay how about that thank you everyone for watching we'll see you in maybe two weeks or uh in 2023 uh <laughs> i'll see you then peace See you guys.